What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that is all about helping you feel confident about your kink so you can share it with your significant other. Today, we're talking about a pretty serious topic, although we're kind of talking about it in a lighthearted way. I'm sure as an ABGL, you've also had this fear of being exposed to family or friends or even to your partner. It's the reason why I think most of us keep this a secret from pretty much everyone we know. If you listened to last week's episode, I covered the topic of ordering kink items online discreetly, specifically items from Amazon. So if you're interested in checking that out, I highly recommend it. Also, if you're interested in seeing some cute Amazon curated items, check out my new shop at thelittlelounge.com slash shop. Each item there includes shipping information in the description so you know exactly how it will come packaged. So on the other side of the spectrum of you know this fearing being exposed, there are some people in this community who are able to open up to pretty much anyone and everyone, including friends and family. Now, I am not one of those people, and that's why I invited our special guest, Robbie, to chat with us. Specifically, we're going to be diving into how he was exposed by a good friend, which ended up having some pretty terrible consequences in his personal relationship. He's going to share the lessons he learned along the way. And if you'd like to reach out to Rob, you can find his contact info at thelittlelounge.com slash 96. That's thelittlelounge.com slash 96. What I love so much about this interview or this question and answer was how optimistic Rob is, even though he's been through what most of us would consider like pretty traumatic. I think we can all learn a lot from this episode. Even I learned a lot. So if you're considering posting original content online that's kink related, I always encourage you to really think about the consequences it could have on your future career relationships or your relationships with your family because anytime you post something you are taking a huge risk even recently I had a very nice girl in the community reach out to me and let me know that a youtuber with over a million followers made a video that was making fun of the DDLG community and he included some content from my blog And it really reassured me that I had made the right choice deciding to hide my identity by hiding my face in pictures and videos. A lot of people I've seen in the community who do post pictures say, oh, well, someone would really have to be looking for this type of content and they probably wouldn't just stumble upon it. And in some cases that is true, but clearly if someone on YouTube with a million followers is making a video, it's quite possible that someone you know could stumble upon it. I didn't watch the video because I know that type of negativity would really just bring me down. And I always encourage you to stay away from that type of content as well. If it won't bring you joy or make you feel better, then just ignore it. I think that's really the only thing you can do. Anyway, I won't make you wait any longer for this interview. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, Robbie, thank you so much for coming on Dream a Little. How are you doing today? Good. The lovely lady with that very contagious smile. How about you? (laughs) So charming. I'm doing great. And I'm really excited to get to know you a little better. So can you start off by telling us a little about about you and your preference? Like, what do you identify as within the community? Okay. Well, I'll be 32 next week. Congrats. Thank you. 
believe it or not, I have a culinary the culinary background, but I wound up being a security officer on the uh, shipment docks over in New York City and Jersey City. Okay. For now. And also, you're going to laugh, I'm also an ordained minister, so I can officiate wedding ceremonies. Oh, well, you know I'm engaged, right? So maybe I'll be hitting you up. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, li- I must have missed that uh, podcast or whatever. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Oh, Holy thank crow. you. <laughs> I'm, certified in, I'm certified in California. I'm certified throughout the United States and Puerto Rico. So I'll fly out to Cali to officiate. Not a problem. Perfect. Well, okay. Well, we'll be in talks then. <laughs> That's awesome. And we might hire honored. you because we, we, need, we need a chef too. So, you know, with your culinary background, maybe you could oh, just I, do, a, I, do the whole thing. I could, I could boss people around. Though. I can definitely show a <laughs> thing or two. Absolutely. I would be honored. Okay, great. <laughs> okay are you a little or a big or a switch a b d l i'm a i'm a dominant i'm the daddy figure okay so you are you do not identify as little at all right okay cool so i know that you've had relationships in the past where you've introduced this right yeah i have actually okay so can we talk about that i know a lot of people struggle with that usually and it seems like you are pretty much an open book. Yeah, in a way I am, <laughs> for sure. How did you get to that point where you were comfortable opening up to someone else about it? Should I start from the beginning how I found out about it, maybe? Sure, yeah. You know what? Let's take it all the way back. Go ahead. That makes more, it would make more sense. Okay, okay. Oh, anyway, um, years ago, I w- I'm actually was born with learning disabilities, believe it or not. And I had to go to a special ed private school for eight years. And we also not only had special needs kids mentally wise, like, you know, learning skills wise, but some of them had medical issues. So yeah, some students were incontinent and some of them were girls. And I don't, I guess the crinkling when I would hear it in their pants or whatever it was, it just triggered me. And I just got really turned on by it. And I just thought it was only me. And I thought I was, I thought I was, I was making myself feel weird and that kind of way. So I kind of like stepped out of that, like thinking like, you know, just get out of my head is probably never a thing. But then years later, I found out there was a whole community about it. And I'm like, what? Holy moly. So I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one then. So that was a big relief. And um, my ex-wife now, she was incontinent as well. And I kind of introduced her trying to like soften the blow. And it went on from there. Your ex-wife was incontinent? Yes, she has, um, yeah. She has problems with her uh, stomach and things like that. Oh, my gosh. So she, you just kind of met a random girl and you found no, out? No, 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 no. This was years later. We were, t- we've been together for, we were together for years. And then when she started becoming having this issue. Oh, okay. So it happened after you met. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So was she the first person you told about this? Besides my brother? No. You told your brother? <laughs> Yeah, we're pretty. Yeah, we're pretty deep. Oh wow! We understand, okay. we understand each other. So, what? Did, how did your brother react? He thought it was very eccentric at first, like like you know, so he couldn't wrap around it. But then again, he's into the uh, '80s uh, workout gear that women would wear during in those '80s uh, workout videos <laughs> and whatnot. So, oh my gosh! Like sweat, Like oh my god! So um, okay, that's cool. Well, I, could, well, I pretty much told him flat out, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Okay. So you were just kind of having a little. Uh, a session together and you just kind of the question came up and you both spilled on some things <laughs> yeah we did yeah okay cool so when you told your ex-wife that this was actually something that you were into like how did you go about that 
Well, I did it slowly but surely, little at a time. Started out with a uh, pharmacy kind, and then later on, balls up and uh, bought some stuff online too. But then, beating around the bush, her family found out about it, and uh, they totally uh, threw me to the wolves. And instead of being like a, a partner of being a wife, she she just pretty much uh, took her whole family side. And as I said before, threw me to the wolves and left my carcass for the crows. Oh my gosh! So. You were exposed. It yeah, like. but by other people and all that stuff. In the community, people in the community. Nobody big in the community. Just my my kick about the community and things like that. Being involved with it got exposed. Oh, okay, okay. So nobody knows about you or anybody else for that matter. I'm right. just gonna say that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, so how did her family find out? Ah, uh, friend snitched. Oh my gosh. Just, just uh, they like accidentally let it slip, or they had bad intentions through bad intentions. It. Really? Yep. Oh my gosh, that's got to be so hard. So, I'm sure that your ex-wife was probably pretty embarrassed by it. Yeah, that was part of the problem too. But then you know we had other issues too. I'm not going to go into personal details and things like that. So I guess this was pretty much the icing on the cake that did it for us. Wow. But we're good. We're good now. We know we're not getting back together, but you know what? We're moving on with our lives. Yeah. We moved on with we moved on with our lives. And I'm not, you know, I have nothing against her. She has nothing against me. We just call it a day. Yeah. So I feel like getting exposed by a friend is kind of something we all have nightmares about. <laughs> and I see. Do you open up to a lot of your friends? Like how many of your friends know about this? Quite a handful. And they some of them have their own little like ways of uh like whatever they want it or into, things like that. Like somewhere into like cosplay or costume play. Some one I know one couple who one likes to dress up like a cowboy and she just looks like a little a Pocahontas, like little Indian. They play Lone Ranger, let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've I've tried it to with somebody once. It ain't that bad. Did you know right away that like how did I guess what I'm saying is like how do you know you can trust someone enough to tell them and that they won't go and do what your other supposed friend did and run back to your family or someone and tell them about well, it. Well, the supposed friend found out about it and she was all about it and glorified it. Really? But then when, yeah, she glorified it. The, all the attention she was getting and all that stuff. But then, you know, when her family found out and that's how she snitched. Oh my that gosh. Was, but you know, that's, that's okay. I don't talk to any of them anymore. They have no, I have no quarrel with them. So, you know, I just move on. We just move on with our lives. But I'm, you know, enough of the negativity. Yeah. But um, you know, only my closest friends know about it, and they're okay with it. They don't care as long as it's like you know, as long as like you know, I'm not crazy. Like you know, I don't go out and expose myself like that left and right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, so yeah. So I could I could trust people. even people have found out later on about it because of this whole situation. They said, "Listen, Rob, you know, you're a boy. You did nothing wrong. You didn't do anything. You didn't tie anybody up. You didn't lock anybody away. Like you know, you're good, right? Like you know, it's completely harmless. So you know, let's just move on. And you know, just." Be smarter about it next time. I go, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, I guess the good thing about it is it shows you who actually is there for you. And in a way, it kind of maybe brings you closer to those people. Absolutely. So it's a risk, definitely opening up to people. But if you get it right, then I feel like it can really bond you in some ways. It just It's such a delicate situation. It's a risk. It's a risk doing a lot of things in life. Well, believe it. That's true. That's true. Anything worth your time is probably going to require some risk and great things take 
take that kind of risk, especially even when you open up to a partner. It's like there's always the risk that they could just take your heart and stomp all over it, make you feel like like a creep, like like you said, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I am so sorry that you had to go through that. You know, I don't... Go ahead. Right. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. I was too in the very beginning, honestly, because this is back in the fall when this happened, late summer. But you know what? It's okay because I'm happy now. I'm enjoying my life. You know, I'm doing what's best for me. And, you know, I got, I've been hooked up with this uh, new little and we're pretty happy so far, even though she lives far away, but you know. Okay. So you're doing like a long distance type thing. Yeah. For now. Hopefully it works out. Yes. Most likely she'll move down by me. See what happens. That's awesome. I've actually gotten a lot of questions recently from people asking like, how do I reach out and connect with other people in the community? And I'm assuming that you met this little online. Yes. Okay. Did you reach out to her? Honestly, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't even, how'd you guys start talking? It was through Instagram. I know that, but I can't remember. She said something to me first or vice versa. I don't remember, but you know what? Glad I did. I'm glad I did. Do you have any tips for people who are maybe, you know, not sure how to strike up conversation? Like that first message can be pretty tricky, you know? You know, just be yourself. Like, you know, hey, how's it going? Or good morning, good afternoon, whatever the time zone you're in may be. Like, you know, the main trick is it's like regular vanilla dating or talking to people in like vanilla style. Be yourself and uh, just just uh, keep your shoes tied up, pull your pants up. (laughs) Solid advice. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's safer to kind of steer clear of like the kink talk at first because. Oh, yeah. Never. Don't jump into that right away. Do not do that. You'll come off as a little bit creepy or like a little bit obsessed, you know? At least that's what I think about people when they immediately are like, what's your favorite thing about diapers? And, you know, like, what what do you like about them? And it's like. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Kind of. I've made I've made that mistake in the past. It's exciting, honestly. though, because, you know, you're meeting you're talking to someone who's like you for the first time. And I get like how you want to just kind of talk about it because you've never been able to in your whole life. But yeah, here's my thing. It's a lot like um, you're into going to zoos. I'm a big zoo fool. I've been to I've been to most I've been to I've been to zoos up and down the East Coast of the United States and aquariums. I've hit every single zoo in New York City. Mind you, there's five of them. Yeah, including the aquarium. So you know, there's like and like you know, as soon as you find out you meet another a zoo buff, you're like, oh my god, what was the best exhibit you ever been to? What's your favorite animal you like to see when you go to a certain <laughs> zoos? What like you know, it's it doesn't have to be kink related. That's just true. jumping into something can get you all your, your adrenaline just goes haywire. I'm yes. naturally hyper. So, you know, it <laughs> happens to everybody. And it's exciting. But, you know, when you're first in for this specific kind of weird little kink, it's a little bit like, OK, got to pump the brakes a little because there's right. a lot of weird people out there and a lot of Absolutely. weird messages that. I receive at least on a daily basis. (laughs) Yeah. Like, can I buy or use, you know, what's blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, who are you? Or like, will you be my mommy? I'm like, uh, (laughs) whoa. Yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten that before. I've gotten, uh, I look clearly straight. I nothing against your orientation, whatever, but I've had these guys who are like, like, you know, they want to ask me to be their dad. I'm like, I like women. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a bit metrosexual. I, I like, you know, I wear nice clothes and I have nice colognes. I have like 15 different watches and 10 different bottles of cologne. I mean, you know. 
<laughs> but you d- you're 100% straight. Not even yeah. considering it. Not even open to it. And that's fine. You know, I'm sure you can politely tell them that. But if they pursue it after that, then you're just like, okay, buddy, seriously. Like, you're barking and up the happened. wrong tree. Really? And that's, ha- and that's happened. They're thinking Countable they can time. get you to switch teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then... Unfortunately, I had to like I had to pick one guy up and throw him across the room. Oh boy! Oh man! Because more than one time it's happened, and then he literally tried to lick my neck, and I go, "Okay, that does it." Oh my gosh! I can't believe that. What's well, New York City for you? Was alcohol you involved? Yes. Actually, when my fiance and I were in Vegas last time, a gay guy came up and just grabbed him on the ass, and he just about <laughs> my fiance just. Grabs him by the throat, pushes him up against the wall, and he's like, don't you ever touch me again. And I was like, oh my gosh. And in my mind, I was like, dang, that was kind of hot, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually, I would picture picture you saying something like that. I don't know why. (laughs) But um, it's funny you say that because I'm Irish and Scottish. Well, then a lot of other things on top of that, too. Yeah. I just did a DNA test recently, and I found out. Oh, Ancestry.com uh, or something like that? Yeah, Oh, I did. cool. I want to do that. That sounds it's cool. Pretty, it's pretty neat. Awesome. Anyway, so I own I own two kilts. <laughs> you own two? Like yes, one, I do. one is not enough? You had to have a second one? Well, two different designs and two different types of kilts. There's more than one kind of kilt. For two different kinds of events then, I'm assuming. Not, no. Just for style? Yep. Okay, okay. I have the um, the green and blue Ireland national kilt that has no pouches on it. So I have to have that little sparn, which is the little pouch you put in the front. I have one of one of those. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I have a what's called a utility kilt that actually has pockets on the side, but it's solid black. Okay, nice. So yeah, so I'm I'm pretty proud of my culture. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a uh, part Irish as well. Very small nice. part, but yes. I... Hey. <laughs> Anyways, Rob, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing a little bit about yourself and your experiences. I had a really good time getting to know you. Me me too, though. I really did. You know, it's back and forth emails and Instagram and all that stuff, you know. It, it was I'm a lot of work to-, <laughs> to get here, but I'm glad we got to talk. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, your fiance is a lucky guy. Thank from just way, to- just way of talking to you, it reminds me. Like, I've known you spoken to other of my other little friends before. Yeah. And you know, I've always known. But anyway, as I tell people, don't be afraid to be yourself. But when it comes to certain subjects that you're into, no matter what, kink or not, just don't just step into it. Try and ease into it. Yes, 100%. And you got to connect on a vanilla level before a kink level if you want it to like be a long lasting relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romance or whatever it is. Yeah, you peeled the correct banana there. (laughs) All right. I love that saying. Well, I will talk to you soon, Rob. Sounds great. I'll catch you around. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I do have a quick announcement before I go. My boyfriend TK and I are starting a new podcast series on Patreon where we answer questions directly from you. So, To join in on the fun and possibly get your questions answered, head over to patreon.com slash dreamlittle. I'll see you there. 